track My best friend's in a gun rack I'm a low life I owe everybody money I think racist jokes are funny I'm a low life I got a dirty mind A gutter mouth I'm making time I'm going out with your wife Cause I'm a low What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode of the Low Life Motherfucking Chopper Podcast. What is up, Low Lifes? Welcome to your Friday. We got a kick-ass episode for you guys tonight with Ben. Uh, and we'll be jumping into that in just a minute. But before we kick that off, let's start this thing the way we always do. With those motherfucking spots. First up, we got Chop Colt. The motherfucking Chopper Hub. If you haven't already, swing on over there, make yourself an account, make a build thread, scroll through the classifieds, check out the blog, and enter your information into the motherfucking Rolodex. Next up, we got Chicken Fried Choppers. The homie Chicken Rick runs chopshit.com, handpicked parts from builders across the world, all curated by the homie Chicken Rick. Make sure you're following him on Instagram, Chicken Fried Choppers. And next time you need something, scoop that shit from chopshit.com. Next up, we got Broadway Customs. The partnership between Keebler Customs and Lucky Horseshoe Customs. They're out there in the Colorado area doing a little bit of everything. CNC plasma cutting, 3D printing, commercial and automotive fabrication. These guys do it all. So hit up Broadway Customs on instagram next up we got lowbrow customs everything you need for the road ahead since 2004 tyler's a great dude sponsors every motorcycle event across the country they got a scholarship program training up the next generation of welders and he did a kick-ass episode on this show god gotta be over a year ago now check out uh, milwaukee murderer search that wherever you're listening to this podcast and that'll pull up Tyler's episode. Really good dude. Lowbrowcustoms.com. Next up, we got Paco. 52 years in the game. These guys will make custom frames. They do, they've got front ends, handlebars, headlights, transmission components, exhausts, and a whole lot more. Swing on over to Paco. P-A-U-G-H-C-O.com or Paco Parts, all one word, on Instagram. Up next, we got the homie Wes at Custom Destruction making the dopest motherfucking helmets in the game for the same price as a stock helmet. Uh, with Custom Destruction, you get to pick the shell color, the interior trend, well, interior, what do you call that? The liner. The upholster? The, the, li- the what? Liner color, I think, he's, I think he calls it liner. Okay, you get to pick your own liner. You get to pick the trim package. Um, get over to Custom Destruction and get the only helmet that makes the ugliest motherfucker look sexy. Yes, sir. I just saw Fish Tank today. He's got one of them. I feel like everybody's got one. I gotta. Yeah, get, I want to get him to make me a half helmet. That's what I want. And I'm not really a three quarter guy, but I'm sure that he could do a half. I got to hit him up. Really? Yeah, I just. I don't know. I. I like the ears and the breeze. Really? 
Yeah, man. I've been riding with a half helmet <laughs> as long as you know me. <laughs> I think you would. Um, I think you would regret the three quarter. He does. His are very much so different than any three quarter I've ever worn in my life. Yeah, if it doesn't pinch the sides of your head, that's like I had a three quarter that I didn't care for because it like put pressure on my temples. So yeah, yeah, this is not like that whatsoever. And like the cushioning that he uses, like the foam, whatever foam he uses is ridiculous. It's not like that, like firm foam. It's like almost like a squishy foam that like forms to your head. It's like a posturpedic helmet. <laughs> yeah, that is what I mean. Yeah, it's not. It's crazy. That might uh, that might sell me on it. The fact that you can put a bubble yeah. shield on it is pretty big for me too. So yeah, it's stuck in the rain. That fucking blows. All right. Uh, so we made it through there. And then this month's giveaway sponsor is, is go ahead. Troy Fab. Uh, he did a bead rolled, um, like iconic V8 sign with like the flames coming up through the V8. The thing is absolutely gorgeous. Check it out on our page. I did put a picture up. I double checked last week. Um, the thing is fucking absolutely gorgeous. He does amazing work. Um, and he does a bunch of other fab stuff too. So go check out Troy fab, make sure you're following him and, um, subscribe to the Patreon. Yes, sir. And you do that by going to patreon.com slash low life chopper podcast. There's a bunch of different tiers on there. There's a $1 tier, a $5 tier, a $10 tier and the giveaway tier is the $10 tier. So jump in anywhere you can. We appreciate the support no matter what level you're at, but for the giveaways, that's the $10 level. All of those people are entered in every month for a chance to win one of these kick-ass prizes you hear us talking all about. Yep. And um, for anybody, I don't, there was a fuck lot of people um, that hit us up to get in line for the monthly giveaway. Um, and that's pretty much for like, I mean, anybody can really do it, but this, the monthly giveaway was designed to be able to hook up the listeners and for like those smaller companies that like don't, or yeah, we'll say don't that like, don't want to commit to like a monthly, um, spot on the God, I'm like fucking drawing blanks. I can like barely talk. I feel like fucking Joe Biden. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) all of us yeah this is for people like if you don't want to do the intro or the outro reel and like as a a monthly thing you can just instead donate a one-time thing that would be given away and you get all the same exposure right yeah so that's what this is for so if uh that's something that's up your alley you want to be a giveaway sponsor hit me up um and let's fucking get it cracking love it all right, I think we're ready to roll into those motherfucking shout-outs. Oh, shit. First up, I'm going to go first here while you're looking up. Shout-out slash kicking the dick to motherfucking Jerry for making the dopest trophies for the Unicorn Ranch Roundup, but making the points on the horns so fucking sharp that when I leaned down to grab some beers that I had sitting in the garage... I impaled my fucking arm on it. And oh, whose trophy do you have? I have Fish Tank's trophy at my house. And he came. Still? 
Yeah, well, he came to get it today. He dropped off some handlebar. We'll get into that in the updates later. But he was dropping off some parts. Uh, dude, I have everything still. I have his trophy still. I have two mini bikes still. I have two <laughs> duffel bags. I know how cool. much you love the clutter, so I'm sure that's not bothering you. It's about to end up outside. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I've had zero discussions either with anybody who has the stuff here. So I've been trying to be like, all right, you know, I'll just let you. Know, we'll see. We'll see. It'll, it'll get out of here when it gets out of here. But uh, yeah, so I was stepping around all that other junk and then I reached down to grab some Coors lights I left down there and then boom, deep, deep into the Yeah, it wasn't good. I had to go clean it out. I don't know how long since my last tetanus shot, but we're going to find out. So killer trophies, very sharp points. Be careful with you, with your trophies, you winners. Um, one second here. Uh, all right. So, I, well, I'm looking at this one. I'll start out. Um, huge shout out to the homie Dan at No Luck Paintworks. Um, today, obviously, he had the day off, like most other people, not including myself. And he spent the day over here at my house prepping, sanding, taping off, and painting my new trailer. Um, so it was dope as fuck to be able to hang out with him for the day, drink some beers, and uh, watch him do his thing. Super fucking appreciate it. Check out the pics that I put up, and go follow No Luck Paintworks. Perfect. Uh, let's see. Shout out to Fish Tank Whiskey for swinging by to drop off a couple of handlebars that need some tweaking. And also, after that, he was like, hey, why don't you follow me back to the house? And then we'll take a cruise on this like loop that he said he does when he wants to test the bikes out. And that loop was glorious. It went all through like new Boston and I don't even know what other towns Mount Mount Vernon. I don't even know what the fuck that is, but we went through Mount Vernon. (laughs) It was wild. So uh, it was probably a good 30 mile loop. And actually, Loctite, we ended up at this at that place that we went with. Uh, we pulled in, and I'm like, why do I remember this spot? I don't know if you were with us at the time, but you remember Molly's out in, like, the new Boston area? It's like a, it's a little biker bar with, like, a full dirt parking lot with a fence that runs, like, right through the middle of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we went to Molly's to grab a beer with, and pulled in there with a bunch of other fucking – leather daddies on full dressers that were all thinking the same thing. And it turns out they're not open because it's Labor Day. So nobody's getting fucking beers. No one's drinking on Labor Day. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah, you may not. So we had to go have the beers back at his <laughs> but it was definitely a killer fucking ride. So shout out to him. Give me a reason to get the knees in the breeze. Um, huge shout out to uh, Nick the Pig, a.k.a. Nick Toledo. You guys will remember him. He came on and talked about all the leather crafting that he does. Um, he hit me up today and was like, yo, I'm buying a ticket uh, for the Shovelhead Raffle. Win or lose, I don't give a shit. I'm just trying to support the cause. So I just want to say a huge shout out to him, man. I appreciate the fuck out of that. And uh, there's been other people that hit me with that same message. And uh, I appreciate all you guys helping me try to um, – make this fucking dream possible. So I appreciate you guys. 
Awesome. Uh, let's see. Shout out to, I'm just, uh, it was actually, it's a good thing we're doing the shout out section here. I was looking through my messages and the homie Clayton Cotton hit me up to say, let's see, I want to make sure I get it here. His mom has the same diabetic situation and teaches CPR and first aid and all these medical classes. And he's like, you got to talk to her. And then you could just make it, you could give the updates on an episode of the low life medical podcast because him and I always fucking go back and forth on shit like this. But yeah, somehow I missed that message. He sent that on Saturday and I'm just seeing it right now. So I appreciate you putting me in touch, man. Jesus Clayton forgotten. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> well done. You motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I should have been a rapper. That's it. It's never too late. Hey, that's what they say. Shout out to Black Squirrel Photography for taking awesome fucking pictures. Yo, he is a beast. Yeah. He is very, very good at what he does. Um, Shout out another photographer. Shout out fucking the homie Chopper Fisher. Um, So I talked to the people, the good people that Cycle Source, and um, Maddie was covering the show as a photographer, the unicorn round, uh, the unicorn ranch roundup. Yep. And, uh, so he's preparing all of that and getting ready to submit all that into cycle source. And he sent me over the folder of all the pictures he shot. Oh my God, dude, he is as Jared say bionic. This dude is a fucking animal with a camera. Dude, I'm telling you, these pictures, I'm like looking at these pictures and I'm like, how is this even possible? Like the pictures look like real life. It's fucking weird, dude. That is <laughs> it's the weirdest fucking thing. But yeah, huge shout out to him, man. He is absolutely fucking killing it. And um, I'm super pumped that my show, my first show is going to be his first cover in, well, not cover, but his first, um, what would you call that? First article. In Psychosource Magazine. Dude, he is killing it, man. I love it. Let's see. I think that's all I got for right now. Nothing else is popping into my head. Uh, I got one more. Um, huge shout out to Fat Man Custom Motors. Um, hit him up two nights ago at like fucking 10 o'clock. And I'm like, yo, I just got my first toe. Do you want to roll out with me? And he was like, yep, I'll be standing outside waiting for you. So he rolled out with me. We rolled out to fucking – actually, we picked up right down the street from your house at uh, Red Arrow. And, uh, oh, yeah, towed a, a full dresser. Dude got a flat tire. Towed a full dresser from uh, Red Arrow up to Salem, New Hampshire. Not far, but uh, it was fucking dope, dude. It was cool as fuck. Probably ran over a fucking switchblade in the parking lot of Red Arrow at places – really going to hell in a handbasket. So <laughs> you'd not be surprised if there was yet another fight out there and somebody dropped the old stabby tools. Dude, I love that place. That place is so good. That place sucks. No, dude, the food there is so poor boys. What is it? Poor boys or po boys? It's poor boys. Okay. It's yeah. That place is right of the two. Yeah. Yeah. That place sucks. Oh my God. Listen, that listen, place is yeah. terrible. Listen, for anybody that is from the South, 
and I know you guys grind hard on those biscuits and gravy. You go to this place, and their gravy is like jello. It's the most bullshit-ass fucking diner I've ever been to in my life. So there's a reason that Poor Boys gets voted best in New Hampshire, and the Red Arrow right across the street is just a shitbox that microwaves your food. Yeah, I don't know about that. There's only one Poor Boys. There's fucking 100 Red Arrows. Yeah, I mean, that's not – that's like a – the fact poor that they're going to a chain, they suck. Pretty much <laughs> what I'm saying is poor boy sucks. <laughs> and if you go over to Red Air, you're going to get a flat tire. So just don't be over there. It's bad news. I mean, poor boys, like, it depends on what kind of expect- expectations you're holding. If you want, like, good food, go to Red Arrow. If you're, like, fresh out of prison, like a 35-year sentence, poor boys will do the trick. I see. Oh, that's that's good you broke it down like that so people can understand. <laughs> people got to have their options. Uh, Pretty much what I'm saying, if the whole entire world blew up and the only thing standing was poor boys, it'd be a great place to eat. <laughs> <laughs> we got to have the listeners come and do a taste test. and have them Yeah, listen, hit, this is my food. thing. This is my thing. I've said this a hundred times is I'm a very, like, caring person. You know what I mean? Like, I care about people. And oh But here's the thing. is like, I hate harder than i care you know what i mean so once like you fuck something up with me you know you know what i mean you're dead to me so like when i got breakfast there and they fucked it up i was like you guys can fucking eat shit die and all your kids can die with you you know what i mean i don't know what they fucked up for you but like the problem with red arrow is that they're they put everything they have so many things on their menu that there's no way that they can keep it all fresh like you can get anything at any time of day and all they do is they put it in a microwave because it's the only way you could possibly have all of that. No, they just cook it. They don't. I'm telling you, it's terrible. You go in no, there. That it's great. I've never went in there and had food and I was like, oh my God. I never left a place, but we got up and left because my kids were like, I literally can't eat this. And I was like, all right. And that was the last time we ever went there. <laughs> and now we just eat at Poor Boys every, every time. Yeah, but, gross. Enough Poor with kids. enough with this. Let's get into uh, some updates here. <laughs> All right. Why don't we kick it off with? Well, we should tell. I don't know if we actually told. Actually, I have one update. I do. Of deadbeat. What? I don't know if we told if we told your story last week on like how you ended up at deadbeat and all of that. Can we go into? Um, that? I don't think so. I was like, nah, I don't know. Do you want to give that update real quick? Because as far as we had told anybody on the podcast, you weren't going to Deadbeat. Yeah. And then they knew they heard last week that you did end up there, but I don't know if they if. And they're like, "What the hell?" Yeah. I don't know if we got <laughs> into that. So maybe start off. They're with like, "Yeah, I'm so excited he made it to Deadbeat. I'm going to Red Arrow to fucking to ruin my day. <laughs> I'm going to Red Arrow to celebrate." <laughs> <laughs> it was hard to remember celebrate because you just you hear red arrow you're like it can't be celebrate what are we doing here? when i go to red arrow i make sure i get a seat at the window so i can stare at poor boys and laugh <laughs> when astro man astro man loves red arrow too that's because astro man has very good taste in food anyway so um <laughs> yeah so as far as debbie i had zero plans on going to debbie i like 100 was not going i talked to greece about this um most of you guys know, fucking my grandfather died. His funeral was going to be that Saturday. Um, so I was like, I'm just not going to go. And 
I was sitting at home, and so I already took the day off of work. I just because I always have that day off for deadbeat, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so I'm at home or whatever. I worked on the van in the morning, got some shit done around the house, did some pinstriping, and then my mom called me at like I want to say like four o'clock, and was like, "Hey, I got bad news. Um, Uncle Sheldon, which is." It's my grandfather's brother, so it's like my great uncle, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, she's like, he passed away today. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? So it's like, I'm getting ready to go bury my grandfather the next day. And now my great uncle just died. And I'm like, fuck this, man. I got to get the fuck out of here. Like, there's like, you know, like when you just get to that point where like, you just like need to be alone to like be able to figure like, just like wrap your head around shit. Yeah. So I talked to my wife. I'm like, look, I need to just get on the bike. I need to go somewhere and just like get away from all this shit. So I packed up the bike. And here's the thing is like when I left my house, I didn't know if I was going to deadbeat or not. Like I was like, I'm going to head in that direction. And who knows like i could clear my head before i got there and just like rip it around and go home or maybe my head's not clear by the time i get out to fucking maine and i just gotta keep going so i just packed like my small tent a sleeping bag and that was pretty much it really in my tool roll um jumped on the sport he took all back roads um all the way out through maine i think it was like i don't even know how long it took maybe like three hours something like that two and a half three hours something yeah, probably around two and a half. Um, and then, so once I rolled into um, Saco, Maine, it, started, it was like starting to get dark out, and I did not have any clears on me. So I'm just, I have sunglasses on at this point. I'm like, motherfucker. So now I just, I'm like, whatever, take my sunglasses right off, put them in my pocket, I'm just riding with no glasses on. And that only lasts for so long. Anybody that rides motorcycles, that only lasts for so long <laughs> until your eyes just like dried out and feel like fucking sandpaper. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't take long at all. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, we're falling into fiddlehead. I'm going to go see what's up with these fucking dudes. And even when I got there, I still didn't know if I was staying. That's why I like didn't unpack my bike at all. Um, I was like, well, maybe I'll just fucking ride out and head up to Vermont. Cause that's where I was going the next day. Um, so pulled in, seen fish tank and he like he's standing on the side of like the dirt road there like near the main fire and i just see him like his like head cocked and he's just like looking like what the fuck and it's dark at this point now so you can only see my headlights and he's like i pull up and he's just like looking and i'm like yo and he's like what the fuck what are you fucking doing here <laughs> and it was crazy the three other people were like i knew that was you i could tell by your headlights so i'm like I'm like, dude, this is so dope that people can just recognize me from the headlights on my bike. <laughs> That's it. You got the double, the double headlights up front, right? Yeah, they're like over under fucking. Um, they're actually Dyna running lights, and I just use them for headlights. Gotcha. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So he was. I'm like, where the fuck is everybody? And. uh 
he was like, I don't know, people around this fire and shit. So he lifted up the rope. I pulled my bike in right next to the fire that like where everybody was hanging out. Parked the bike there, got off, hang out, hung out for a while. And then uh, kept asking where you were at. And he's like, oh, he's just changing his shirt. And I'm like, no, the fuck he's not. <laughs> <laughs> so then I ended up down at the campsite, spooning with grease in the middle of the night. Got him to come out and hang out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, I mean, and then we got, I think we got into the rest of like the, the rest of that night. But um, it was good, man. It was like, that was probably the best mental health I could have at that time. You know what I mean? Um, and it was kind of rad as fuck. Cause that's the first time I've ever just like slept. Well, I guess it's not the first time, but it's the first time I've ever done it in a motorcycle event, just like slept in a sleeping bag. And that's it. And that shit's not that bad. Dude. I was like fine with it. Yeah. You had a good spot on like relatively flat ground in some sand. Yeah. It was just like, it was like legit beach sand. So like my body just like formed into the ground and I was like, this is mint. The only thing that sucked is like when I woke up, my my sleeping bag was like full of fucking sand. I was like, God damn, what happened? Yeah, I can only imagine how much it would just scoop up over the course of a night. Yeah, it was wild. But um Yeah, so whatever. We did the whole party thing, went to bed, woke up. Um, had breakfast with everybody and then rolled out by like, I think I rolled out like on time. I said, I want to leave at 8am and I think I rolled out at 8am. Um, realized I didn't bring any of my dress clothes. So had to ride from Fiddlehead back to my house. So pretty much backtracked and then from, yeah. So Fiddlehead to my house, grabbed my clothes, threw them in a bag put those back on the bike road from my house to the New Hampshire, Vermont border, which is like, I don't know, probably, I don't even remember how long it took on the highway. It's almost two hours. So back road is probably like three and some change. Um, and then did like the whole funeral thing, hung out, talked to everybody and then rode back. So I put a bunch of miles down on the sporty, uh, last weekend and God damn, did I miss that bike? Right? Dude, that is just good to be back out on the bikes in general. I feel like this whole yeah. summer has been – well, I shouldn't say that. You've had yours since the beginning of the summer. Yeah, I've been fortunate. This is the first year I've had both of my bikes. It just feels like there still hasn't been a ton this year. We got down to back road, but it's not like we rode out to back road, you know? There right. Was like, this was – the pilgrimage trip that nope. every year yep. and the ride up there was perfect. And the ride back was perfect. Honestly, other than losing my headlight on the way back thing ran like a fucking top clutch. Yeah. Right? You know, what's funny is what's funny is like not to cut you off, but um, this just popped in my head when you said the pilgrimage thing. Yep. When I was riding to deadbeat, cause like, you know, like when you're on a long ride, you can start getting in your head. Yep. And like you just think it's the weirdest shit, but um, you know how like we always joke and say that Laconia Bike Week is like the one time all the bagger dudes will pull their bikes out. That's like their main pilgrimage for the year. Yeah, I'm like, I wonder if bagger guys like, oh, it's deadbeat, the one pilgrimage for all those chopper scumbags. The only time everyone's bike is actually on the fucking road. 
Yeah, I, I think uh, uh, dude, Deadbeat is our bike week. <laughs> it really is, but the leather daddies don't know what, what Deadbeat is. They would never understand <laughs> what, what's happening at this event. I was actually talking to Roy, who uh came up with Kev, who's the guy who just bought the Dyna. Um, I'm trying to remember his Instagram handle. I'm fucking drawing a blank. Do you know Kev's Instagram handle? Oh, I think it's yeah, I think it's dude, this shit is lame. Or dude, you this ride is the he just bought it. He rode a sporty for a long time and he still has the sporty, but he just bought the Dyna. Oh, I probably deleted him. <laughs> the hottest <laughs> motherfucking socks. But his buddy Roy came out uh, from like all the way on the West Coast and he's got a sport bike. And I was just thinking how wild it would be. And we talked about this because uh, Roy came with me to drive Davey to the ER. How wild yeah. it would be to, to be a sport bike owner and just to witness this event and be like what the fuck is this about (laughs) people burning motorcycles and shit (laughs) burning bikes all the bikes are like the least efficient handling bikes they're just the trail is horrendous the power is so small compared to what you're used to but he was a really good sport and it was actually super interested in it so shout out to uh I think it's Roy loves space is his Instagram handle. Um, I hope he buys a cruiser. We're talking in the ER there. I'm like, dude, you'd be the first person to ever cross that line. I don't think anybody who's been like deep into the performance, like goes to track day with the bikes has then crossed over into the world of like, I'm going to build the shittiest bike. (laughs) Dude. I literally started on GSXR 1000. Yeah. But were you like the at gat? Like, oh, dude, I was deep in it, like wheeling down the highway. I took my whole bike apart so I could hand polish the frame. That's crazy. Yeah, I was like, I was pretty deep into it for a couple of years, and then I was like, right, this thing's fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I for real, I ended up getting rid of it because I refused to go to those, um, like the I think they call them cafe bars or some shit, or cat, what do you call those bars? Cafe race. People put them on like street bikes, but they're like they sit up a little taller, so you're not like leaning into the bike so much. I think I know what you're talking about. I, I don't I forget what they're called, but I refuse to put those on. And like if you're putting on serious miles and you're on a street bike, at least for me, like it would dude, my wrist would hurt so fucking bad. Cause you're just like leaning on your wrist the entire time you're riding. I'm like, this thing is fucking gay. Like it's yeah. fun to like fuck around with and like go super fast and do wheelies and like smoke shows and all that shit but to actually like put down miles sucks yeah i don't blame you at all i can't imagine trying to ride one of those things even my bike sometimes which is like about as comfy as you can get i'm like after two and a half hours back from deadbeat i was like i could definitely stand right now oh dude when i made it from deadbeat to my house and then up to the funeral yeah i was like i could just keep riding like, I can just keep, just not stop. My bike is set up so, and I'm not, like, trying to, like, boast or anything and say, like, whatever. But, dude, my bike is set up so perfectly. I can just ride that thing until it, like, I either fall asleep or it blows up. <laughs> That's it, or it runs out of gas. Yeah, which happens very often, but. It's just the struggles, man. That's it. Well, we're about to have a uh, dude who's also got a sporty set up pretty damn nicely is, Going to be joining us in a little bit here. Ben Daly is going to jump in, and I'll probably shoot him a text, get him queued up. 
But what other updates? We got other things going on here that you want to announce? Um, Stoked to be back on fucking two wheels and have the, like I said, rip that thing around good 40 miles today. Still no Well, problem. tell us this. Tell us what is your, uh, what's your next move here? Because I know you still don't have the kicker dialed in. So what's yeah, your next move is that? Are you just life. finishing out the year and then going into that? Or what do you, what's your deal? So that I think I will try to do before the end of the year. I'm okay. I want to, so I actually had a little issue today too. Um, so the kicker needs points to fire or it needs like a Dyna S, but I'm not going to do a Dyna S. I'm just going to do the points because it's cheaper. It's easier and it's more straightforward. So yeah, that's right. You gotta get the Emery board. <laughs> so you just borrow it from one of the girls. It's got it. So <laughs> nobody's going to get that joke. <laughs> They will if they're OGs. <laughs> That's true. If they've been listening long enough, they'll know they'll know whose advice that is. Um, so they're, they're going to get the points from Fat Man. He's got a brand new set that didn't work out for his bike. We're going to throw it in mine. And from there, the kicker should work. And it's really going to need to work because I just fucked something up. I finally decided I was going to like, hey, I rode it through all that fucking sand and shit and everything. Um, and it was disgusting and I didn't clean it. So I decided I was going to clean it today. I went to hose it down. And as I'm hosing this fucking thing down and getting all the grit off of every single crevice of this bike, I guess the water hit someplace it shouldn't have hit. And I saw smoke coming from under the seat. So I don't know what the fuck water would do to cause that. But in the bike wasn't running or anything like that. Um, smoke came out from under the seat right near where that relay we just wired in was at. And I started it up because I was like, well, let me see if it's still going to run. Started up just fine. No problem. Rode it. Uh, I, I went and parked it because I had it up in the grass. I went and parked it on the driveway. Fish tank came over. Started it again with the button. Rode it over to fish tanks. Started it with the button at fish tanks. Rode over to the gas station. Then button doesn't work. Luckily, though, all of a sudden, the actual manual push button on the solenoid does work. So that <laughs> was, wow. yeah, that was pretty weird. Um, I don't know what, so something, whatever smoked in there, I didn't take the seat off because I didn't have the tool out with me when I was washing it to actually inspect what was smoking. But the solenoid button worked, and we rode that 40-mile circuit, no problems, and so I guess it's good to have backups, but it's a good reminder that I need another that switch. third backup. Yeah, just get another switch. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the switch melted. Maybe maybe one of the... Which one did you get? Did you get the one that's like all aluminum? No, it's all black. It's all black plastic. Yeah, you don't want that one. That's the other thing that's junk. I mean, there was nothing wrong with it until I sprayed... The one that I got is money, dude. It's like fully encased... All it's a full aluminum switch. It, the, the thing is fucking nice, and they're cheap. I'll even if I, I when I, if I remember tomorrow, I'll stop by Napa and see if they have one. If they have one, I'll grab you one. They're yeah, dope. It's been on my bike for two years now. So because because the one near me does they have nothing for yeah collection. This was yeah the even all the advanced autos and shit around here they don't have shit either. I just have like this one old school Napa that has like still some good shit, but if you need parts, they don't have shit. But they have cool other stuff. 
Yeah. But yeah, I'll swing by there tomorrow if I remember, and I'll grab you one if they still got them. Awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah. That nap near you is like, uh, that's a relic. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you got NGK plugs? They're like, nope. I'm like, well, what do you got? And like, champion only. And I'm like, huh. So you're still 1970. That's cool. All right, I'll take four of those. Fucking sick. Give me all of them. Yeah. You know what I was thinking is I don't. I haven't changed my spark plugs on a motorcycle probably ever. Wow. I wish I could say a, that. It just never has a problem. I've, just I've gone through like eight boxes this season. But what? So like, what is it that makes you say like, oh, I think I think that's time that I change these spark plugs. Well, my deal was is because I had two fresh builds, so I had to tune the carb and you can't tune the carb with plugs that are already like filed up. So like I'll do something, run them and pull the plugs, look at them. But if it's like way too rich or something, I pull those plugs right out into a new set in and then I continue tuning. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. I probably should just put a new set in. There. But I mean, once I, once they're good, I just leave them the fuck alone. Yeah. But I'll still cool. change. I try to change them. I try to change my plugs when I do my oil change. I only do an oil change once a year. <laughs> no, I'm in the same boat. I, I I don't think it's necessary to do it. Well, I guess if you're riding a shit ton of miles, but I mean, even when we rode the club, when we we're fucking doing a, a metric fuck ton of miles, twelve thousand plus. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, still yeah, one oil change a year. Years. Yeah, one oil change a year. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, the Roadstar had four plugs. Fuck bikes that have four plugs. Yeah, I know some people are like, oh, you get better fucking detonation or whatever and i'm like not worth it i want two wires yeah, that's cool yeah that's cool i drive slow as fuck anyways <laughs> you can keep that detonation bud keep running that 97 octane in the bike <laughs> yeah seriously changing your flight why does it keep fouling up i don't know <laughs> fucking crazy but um so yeah so that's the plan and then the other thing is i'm really considering changing the entire so i said before if i ever did like a ground up build on this bike and did more stuff on it um the tank is something that's going to be saved i would never paint over this current tank because i think it just too much too much history i would i would have to be like a showpiece or like a wall piece or something um but i have an idea that i'm not ready to put out on the airwaves yet but i'll talk to you about it privately um where i might pull the whole motor this year and even if i don't hardtail it which i'm still because this is the other thing i was torn on is do i hardtail it do i yep. leave the arm <laughs> i know i know if i could get some uh i could probably bend the pipes here honestly if i put fucking sand in them so many people have hit us up to say that they did that and it worked out fucking fine there's uh, gotta be somebody that makes a fucking hardtail kit for that like, there's just too many of them on the road. There's no way every single person bought a fucking frame. There's no way. I mean, but a lot of those people who have them on the road, like, you're talking about hard-tailed soft-tails? Because I, I don't know how you would know that, that what you were looking at was a hard-tailed soft-tail versus just like... A- well, I mean, if, if you're cutting it at the fucking seat post, it doesn't matter. They're all the same from the seat post up. Well, that's what it means. Like, if you're looking at a shovel, it's, there there is a kit for that, but there's not a kit for the soft tail. I don't know why that is. But I'm saying it could be anything, though. It could be for a fucking Dyna. It could be for anything. Because if it, if you're cutting from the seat post back, it's all, it's still a Dyna in the front. 
And they still use that same fucking basket to hold the motor. That's not different. Yeah, I, I mean, right? I don't know to be honest. I, I'm I'd be guessing. Uh, so I, I couldn't say for sure. But somebody write in and tell us because I'm almost goddamn positive that that's a fact. <laughs> you I don't know what I mean? Why it, would, why it would be so? Why they wouldn't just be marketing these kits as like, hey, this fits a soft tail. But when you look I mean, at they're probably not like it. there's probably not like a hundred people that are like, I'm gonna fucking hardtail this soft tail. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, if I do, I do have a a scheme in mind for how I would do the build, whether it's whether it's hardtail or soft tail, it's a totally different paint color. It's a totally different. Uh, it would look just completely. So the. It's mainly the paint that would look completely different, but there's also some things I would have to change, like in the way I fabricated stuff in order to fit the theme a little bit better. So I really think you should just make that thing rigid. I mean, because like, I mean, and I could be wrong. And if I am, somebody 100% is going to write it and tell me. But an Evo motor is an Evo motor. You know what I mean? So that hoof that that motor sits in has to be the same as every other Evo motor. Yeah, it's it's what's happening in the back that where the hardtail plugs in that I think is... Well, that's what I'm saying. It, it would depend on which hardtail you got. But if it was one like um, like uh, Voodoo Vintage where you cut that whole seat post out, now you're past all of that other shit. You know what I mean? I'll just like you're literally know, is there anything that you sell that you that is adaptable because you should what you should do is call voodoo vintage or call Christian Newman back hey does this make sense and he's like yeah or no you're an idiot <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that like an evil motor is an evil motor like the mounts have to be in the same spot so whether the only thing that I could see being off would be where the tubes come out on the bottom. You know what I mean? Like the bottom frame rails. Yeah. That's the only thing I could see being different. Maybe it's wider, but I mean, you wouldn't think so. The way you can tell is if like measure, if you can measure your swing arm and then measure the swing arm of a Dyna. Yeah, I mean, that's you know what I mean? feel like it would be different. Right. If that's a saying, then fucking run it. You know what I mean? I think that's I'm, – I'm, I bet that'll work. Yeah, we'd have to make some changes on a couple of things there. but And even if not, like even if you got the rigid kit and like say yours is a little bit wider, then now you just have to make – maybe cut that back a little bit but still keep that whole A-frame part of it. And then you can just make an elbow to come out to where it needs to be. And then that way you're not building an entire kit from scratch. You already have the whole A-frame. You just maybe have to make it a little bit wider at the end. Right. Just modify a smaller section of it. Right. But, I mean, I, I, in theory, I feel like that's it would just work. Well, crazy gentleman Rob was saying that, that he's seen people just take the swing arm and cut at the ends of the swing arm tubes where it hits, like, the the other part of the swing arm, the the – curved part you yeah. cut all the tubes flush and you just create new tubes to make up the distance between where the swing arm portion was and where those tubes end where you cut them if that makes sense so you're basically just slugging yeah, yeah, I, see, I see what you're saying 
And then, well, that would be much different for yours though, because yours are a soft sale. That'd be what? Right? Wouldn't that be different for yours because yours are a soft sale? No, it'd be better. Isn't the asset of your frame different? No, because because you're not actually changing the ass end of the frame. Oh um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I that's just, for some reason, I was thinking that yours still came up like a dyno, but yours comes down and almost looks like a rigid. Yeah. So if I was going to hardtail it and and there wasn't a kit, I think that's what I would do because then I know for a fact that my wheel is still spaced correctly, uh, my brake still fits. You know, all of the stuff that it goes in the, in the ass end where then you usually have to like fuck with it. Um, it's just exactly as it was. And you're just connecting yeah. dots. I'll, I'll also dig into this with you or for you with you. Cause I'm sure you're going to look into it too, but yeah. I really don't see any kind of problem. If the kit you get removes the seat post, I don't see how there would be a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, me neither. And that's the, who knows? I don't know if that's uh, if I'm overlooking something or not. But so that's the plan: change up the paint scheme, change up the theme of the bike, and that'll be a winter thing. This is not something yeah. I'm going to do until we're done with the season. But then I got all right. winter to fuck around with it and make this frame the way I want it. Um, are you going to your updates? Yes. Um, on my update, I'm going to plug the raffle real quick. Um, for anybody that's like not just has no idea, my shovel head, the one I built for Grease Dozen, is up for raffle. There is less than a hundred tickets left. Um, they're a hundred bucks a ticket. They are the winner gets $500 towards shipping and the bike. And then I draw five more names and you get your money back. Um, so if you're interested, we take PayPal or Venmo. There's post on the Low Life Shop podcast page. There's post on Lock Life Shop Shop page. And, uh, yeah, that's it. This bike is getting raffled so I can fund the tow truck company. So get involved so I can give this fucking thing away already. <laughs> <laughs> I already have the truck picked out, so I need – I'm trying to move fast here. <laughs> Uh, and this is on the back side of that. So I got um, the motorcycle trailer. So I think I talked about this a few episodes back. Um, so I'm doing towing. So I'm buying a flatbed. It's a 21 foot deck. So I can pretty much haul whatever, any kind of car truck, um, Sprinter vans, all that bullshit. And then I also bought a 16 by 12 enclosed trailer. Um, and that's for like doing enclosed motorcycle hauling. I pulled that with my Chevy 2500 and then plus I have, I bought a Chevy 2500 van. That's like a service vehicle. So I'll be doing all like my lockouts, jump starts, all that shit out of that. So I'm, the fleet is slowly building up. Um, oh, so also that van is also for when I do pinstriping. And so I, I built like a bench inside that. Um, almost like how Jerry's is set up. It's like a bench, but then the pillows fold down and turn into a bed. Um, putting a wheel chalk in there so I can put my bike in there. Um, so that'll be used for like my local service calls for doing like jump starts, lockouts, all that kind of shit. But it's also to like haul my bike to shows and be able to pinstripe out of the van. So it's like a multi-purpose thing. <laughs> um, so the fleet's slowly getting there and um, slowly buying equipment, all that bullshit. 
And now the last thing I got here is I got to buy the truck and then uh, stop fucking rolling. And I got a truck all picked out. It's in Rhode Island. Um, the thing's fucking dope as fuck. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, man, make it fucking moves. Dude, I'm stoked. I can't wait to see this thing. Yeah, it's cool as fuck. I'll, actually, I'll send you a picture of it so you can check it out. But yeah, so that's the last I have for the um, for updates. Perfect. All right, guys, we are live on the phone with Ben Daly of Raise Hell Motorcycle Co. Welcome to the show, brother. Hey, what's up, fellas? It is good to have you, man. We got a chance to connect in person at Deadbeat this year and see the Loudmouth Sporty live and in action. And that thing definitely lives up to the name. That that exhaust <laughs> is a fucking beast. Yeah, it's fucking loud as shit, man. Uh, it's a Vance and Hines two-in-one competition header. Um, and then it's got like a side dump blowout tip that I put on it. Yeah, dude, that thing was that was getting everybody's attention as you were revving that thing. We <laughs> were checking it out. So we're going to get into the details of the build. We want to pretty much go through the whole thing and how it all came together. But before we jump into that, let's give the people a little background on you. How, right did, on. how did you first get into motorcycles? We'll touch on some of your previous builds and then we'll get into the, the key one behind you. Yeah, so um, I was I was an executive chef for years and years. Um, I owned my own restaurant at one point, uh, but uh, we I owned it with my ex wife, and that was not fucking fun. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so we ended up I I ended up shutting it down and closing it, selling it off and shit. And after that, I mean, I always had an interest in bikes, but uh, after I closed the restaurant, it's really when I kind of do- dove into it. And I had, like, I think it was an 88 or an 86 or some shit, um, a little shadow. And that got me into it, man. It was a piece of shit, and I loved it. That's it, man. That's how we all start. I think I had, like, a (laughs) Suzuki Intruder was my first bike until it exploded on the highway. And (laughs) (laughs) I almost almost fucking bought an an Intruder instead of the, the, I think it was VLX or VLK or some shit like that. Yep. Yep, those are some of the it's the most popular ones to get to get started with. Did you end yeah. up selling it or did it uh Yeah, I sold it for like fucking, I don't know, eight hundred bucks or something like that the first winter I had it. Uh I sold it to some dude who was way too fucking big to be riding that bike. But I mean this guy was like probably three hundred plus pounds. But uh I feel yeah, like yeah. 70% of the people that are riding them are too big for them. Seriously, it's like fucking, you know, like those Shriner bikes and shit. That's it. It's a small market for the people that are appropriately sized for the Honda truck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I paid like a grand for it or something like that. So I got it, you know, I got its use out of it. Did you have other buddies that were already into bikes at the time? Is that how you got pulled in or were you the first? Um, a- I mean, a few, but not not so much, man. I kind of did did things my own fucking you know, my own way and kind of kept to myself for the first few years I was in a bikes and then, um, yeah, slowly started to meet people around and shit. So, you know, nice. And so you go from having the Honda shadow, you ended up selling it. What did you, what'd you get into after that? So actually my, the, so the loud mouth sporty, uh, was actually my first Harley way back when. So I bought that, um, right after that shadow, 
and my ex-wife wanted to fucking kill me, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, so I bought it from actually, uh, he was a machinist and mechanic uh, out in Auburn, New York. Um, he gave me a good deal on it. He's the one who actually did the motor work on this bike. So this bike started off as a 1200 custom and now it is a 1275. So oh, it's shit. all bored out. Yeah. It's got a big carb on it. It's got the Makuni on it. So it loves that. Cool that, uh, that that was your first Harley too. I think this is the same situation, uh, Loctite with yours, right? Um, no, wait, hold on. You said you put a Makuni? No, no, not the not the car, but just the fact that it was uh, your first Harley. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought you were saying. I thought you were saying about the Makuni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you both ended up going full bore on the first yeah. Harley builds that you had. Well, once I once I fucking uh, fired it up when I met the guy to buy it, uh, it was. I mean, it was game over for me. So there's no looking back. His is so much cooler than mine, though. <laughs> Wait, yo, Loctite, what what are you six over on that front end? Yeah. Right on. Right on. Yeah. Do you do you have a fucking extended kickstand on it? Nope. Sketchy as fuck then, huh? <laughs> if I leave my pack on it and put my kickstand down, it's fifty fifty chance the bike's falling yeah. over. <laughs> Straight up. Every time I fucking put my bike down, it's like in the back of my brain this thing's fucking going down. <laughs> Dude, when, we had, when I was at the uh, this place doing the sprinkler pipe welding, Fish Tank gave me his uh, kickstand off the Jade bike to put uh, the torch to, and and we gave yeah. that thing some some serious bend to make sure it wouldn't fall over. But even that was like barely enough. It really just needs to be fucking longer, longer, yeah, and more extreme. Yeah. I mean, guys drill them out, guys weld onto them, but I was like, fuck it, so. <laughs> it's a straight stock uh kickstand that's for it. yeah that's it that's the that, that like big giant flat piece harley puts on there is actually super handy for, yeah, for sure. that situation yeah i mean i don't know if they intended it for us but you know <laughs> yeah definitely not and then every other situation it's just fucking terrifying because you think it's falling yeah. over and it's not falling over <laughs> right <laughs> literally every time i'm riding with buddies they're you know fucking dino buddies uh and i we go to the park they just look at me <laughs> fucking roll the thing over and they're all sketched out but whatever oh yeah the dino buddies will never <laughs> fully understand yeah no 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 <laughs> they can be like yeah you know we get it a little bit we all mingle at deadbeat but it's two very different mentalities meeting oh, for sure for sure fuck t-bars yeah honestly <laughs> seriously fine Fuck high socks and T-bars. That's right. So how long did you ride that thing stock before so, deciding? And, did, and that's not the first one you built, though, right? I think we were talking earlier. You built a different sporty. I Yeah, I built uh, I built a few bikes over the years. Never. This is the first frame-up build, though. I mean, this is the first fucking real, real put it to the chop, you know? Yeah. Um, but I did, I rode this around for years uh, as a swing arm and it went through a bunch of different changes. At one fucking point, I was, you know, I had big fucking stupid apes on it, you know, just naive to the world, you know, the world of chops. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I eventually put rigid struts on it and I fucking hated it. I took oh. it for, uh, I took it for a rip out to Michigan from Rochester, New York to visit family one time. And uh, Evo Jesus, what up? <laughs> and, uh, 
And yeah, so it, it was a fucking stupid ride. The rear end bounced all over the place with those rigid struts on it. So then finally I'm like, you know what? I have to do it. It's fucking chop. You know, it's time to chop it. So yep. that's what we did. Yeah, everybody seems to feel that way about the the rigid strut situation. Just yeah, it was sketchy as fuck. The geometry isn't right. You know what I wonder though is if yeah. uh, if you did that with a soft tail, would you have that same problem because of the way the geometry is? You know how like the shocks are underneath. I wonder if it would yeah function. I don't know. Or- I don't know if yeah. I don't know how that would work. Honestly, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen any rigid struts for a soft tail, but. I could I've be only ever seen somebody do it on a Roadstar, which is like the same same setup. Um, right on. The dude who, who was in, I remember reading forever ago, this is probably like three years ago, um, the they were they featured that cannonball run. And one of the okay. things that, that was mandatory was it had to be a rigid. And I remember yeah. seeing a Roadstar in there with a stock frame. And then in the write-up, he was like, oh, I put a rigid strut in place of the the mono shock underneath. And I was like, I wonder how that would I think. I, I think I heard fucking danger on danger Dan's podcast there. Uh, somebody talking about that. Yeah, that would be the only downside is you get all, you get all of the same issues that you might run into with a hardtail, but none of the credit because as right. far as everyone's exactly. concerned. <laughs> it's still yeah, a soft tail. And, and you still have fucking stupid lines on it. You know what I mean? Yep. This so it's is all, about, all about the aesthetic of it for me. So let's let's dig into this sporty here because we see it in the background, which is perfect. We don't always get such a great uh, view of what we're talking about. But w- what's the hardtail that's on it, or is it a full frame? So, so I went, I hardtailed it with a low row hardtail. Um, I like the four inch stretch on that. Um, I don't like the seat post on it, but uh, you know we did some modifications to that post on it but to, so i could put a solo seat on it um but yeah it was a little rough too uh people people who are interested in them might not know tell them what the situation was with the seat post so people know if they're looking to get a hardtail yeah so it sits up high like it sits up a little higher um than you know than the, the rear legs of the hardtail so when you're going to put a solo seat on it, it's flat. It kind of like rocks. It sits on top of the tubing, right? Yeah. So I, I ground the shit out of it and ground it all down um, to make it work. But it was, yeah, so, you know, so weird. I feel like it's it's made only to work with a sprung seat. It seems like that, yeah. But I mean, it was a uh, you know, it was a uh, you know, <laughs> found it out along the way kind of thing you know yeah nothing a grinder can't fix so you get exactly just like everything <laughs> that's right trim that out <laughs> of the way was it uh did it fit up nice go on okay yeah yeah i mean uh it went fucking you know a couple wax with a rubber mallet you know get anything to fit so that's it yeah it went on good uh you know it was kind of a pain in the ass uh putting a brake tab on um the brake stay tab on. Uh, I didn't really know exactly how I wanted to set that up until the last minute, which is kind of fucking weird for me because I usually I'm super neurotic about everything, so uh, I usually have a plan in action, you know. But uh, you know, when life throws you lemons, I guess that's it. You make it work, and that thing, the stance on it is just right. So basically, well, let's get into what's the front end situation. We'll kind of paint a picture. So we're looking at a. Hardtail frame, Evo motor, two into one pipe, 
Yep. Uh, yeah. So front end is a is two over. Um, it's the mo- uh, yeah the motor iron uh, Springer from TC Bros. Um, yeah, I mean, and it's got the original headlight on it from you know from stock. It's got a twenty one inch front wheel spoked. Um, it's got the Speedmaster Mark II or whatever it is uh, front tire. Yeah. Super skinny. Whole bike super skinny. Um, you know, yeah, the 40s it, are so it, narrow too, just in the frame. And then yeah. with, with that front end and, and the tire, the stance is just perfect. How much over did you say it was? It was it's only two over on this one. Um and I went with two over because I kind of liked like I wanted the rear end to have that fast bit like that fastback kind of style to it. Um yep. and that front end like going two over, it just lifts it up just just enough, you know, just enough to kind of scoop that line back to the ass. I agree, man. I think it, it, it's very, very minor, but it, it really stands out. Like compared to a stock, a stock front end, it uh, it's yeah, surprising. Sure, how sure. It's cra- yeah, it is crazy. I was very surprised what a difference that just those two inches made uh, for sure. But it's also a it's a wide glide front end as well. So it's a you know wide glide sizing, and I did that on purpose because I like. You know, I don't run front brake on it, and I got the spacer set up perfect, so it almost looks like the like that front twenty one inch wheel is kind of floating. Yeah, I love that look, man, with the with the longer spacers on both ends. Yeah, I so oh, you know a, what I'm realizing too is you probably also got a little bit of height out of that twenty one in the front. It oh yeah, came with yeah, a nineteen. What's that? It probably came with a nineteen, right? So you no, it's to the customs. The customs came. Came with a twenty-one. Oh, okay. So that was that. So it's yeah, it's just from the front end then. Yep. Yeah, that's the original uh, stock uh, front wheel on it right now. So. Gotcha. Yeah, dude, I really do like the wide glide with the big spacers. You really- yeah, I mean, it's another again. It was like kind of like an idea in my head, and I wasn't fucking sure if it was gonna be cool or whatever. If I was gonna like it, but I, as soon as I got that that. Uh, you know, that tire in there and the spacers, right. I, I just fell in love with it. So usually I'm not a big wide guy, a wide glide uh, front end fan, but it's something different though. I think a lot of, yeah. there's always, there's always room to see the narrow ones, but it, you, you got to set it apart some way. Right. Right. It's almost got that like bicycle wheel, fucking dragster kind of feel to it too. Yeah, it really, it, it just sits wicked fucking nice in there and what's the bar situation on there so i'm using uh i've got uh just rabbit ears regular uh they're not narrowed um yeah just just a standard set of rabbit ears i think i told you at that be like i was pissed because i i accidentally ordered the dimpled bars and I'm, oh yeah I'm, <laughs> yeah i'm not I, obviously i'm not running hand controls and shit like that so the dimples are there that drives me nuts but you know whatever that's it, man. When you're when you're doing that that late night checkout and you're just like, yeah. ah, fucking come on, this looks like that, dude, dude. That's exactly what the fuck happened. I'm just like probably half in the bag, like exhausted, three in the morning. Fucking, I need bars, you know. So dude, I ordered a set of fucking a two hundred dollars set of wrenches one time, <laughs> twelve point by accident when I meant to get six point. And I was fucking furious. And I called, I had to call back the next day and be like, cancel that. I need the six point. I don't know what the fuck I was doing last night when I said that's what I wanted to order. <laughs> but, Those are the best. 
That's it. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes he catches them. Sometimes it doesn't. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I agree. The wide rabbits. I think we talked about this at Deadbeat. I had yeah, have, I think so. If not the same exact set, uh, basically a mirror image, and it's just so fucking comfortable. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I, I and I run it with mids too, and it's. I mean, I fucking love it. You know. Oh, that's right. You got the mids on there. How tall are you? I am five ten. I think somewhere okay, around same height. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I know guys have complained about the comfort running mids and, and rabbits, but um, I don't know. I love it. I like it. I think I see what you're saying with it, though, because with the with the boards I got on mine, if I'm standing toward the back of the boards. It's kind yeah. of close to where mids would be. And sometimes yeah. I think forwards would be a little bit much. You right. Know, if you were locked Yeah, in. and like, you know, with the, with the rigid, uh, you know, the hardtail on it, uh, you, I kind of sit, you know, I'm sitting back and lower into it too. So it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty comfortable. It's, it's like sitting in a dining room chair or something like that. Yeah. As long as the knees are at 90, you're in fucking right. business. Right. <laughs> Some guys get them with the fucking the high set mids, those like Japanese style. But yeah, dude, I, I fucking thought about it, but I'm way too big of a dude for that shit. I'm not. I'm not Japanese by any any means. You got to be 135 and wear an extra yeah. small. Right, like five six. <laughs> and then you see the Vans, the Vans eras up on those high pegs, and like that's the fucking <laughs> look, you know. <laughs> I'm fucking wearing Vans right now. <laughs> you got them? Oh shit! You're halfway there, man. <laughs> But yeah, I just got to squint a lot. <laughs> That's it. So what's the carb situation? We talked a little bit about the, uh, the carb. Is that what came on there? That Makuni? Uh, it did. It came with the bike. Yeah. So the guy I bought it from, like I said, he was the one who, who built the motor out. I put a cam in it. I did an Andrews N4 in it. Um, and I've got it, I've got it obviously to a uh, chain conversion on it and I've got it geared out. But, um, yeah, it's we're, I'm running a Makuni uh, 42 right now on it. So now that's a bigger one than what than what would have come stock on it, right? Oh yeah, they probably came with a CB stock, but gotcha. Yeah, but I, lo- I, I think all the motor work it, it loves that carb. It absolutely loves that carb. I think it's uh, crazy gentleman Rob that was singing the praises of the Makuni. I mean, I love motors. It's yeah. super adaptable. Um, you know, you can, you can adjust shit on the fly, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, and it, like I said, it, my bike loves it. So that's it. If it runs and it works, we leave it alone. Yeah. Uh, especially when it's fast as fuck. <laughs> right. And so, so what's the, uh, the oil tank there? So I did a pill style, a dimpled pill style oil tank on it, you know, standard. Um, and yeah, I tucked it in the same cavity as the engine. Uh, so everything was buttoned up nice and tight together. I know some guys go behind the seat post. I went, and, I went uh, ahead of it, in front of it. Um, yeah, I was curious. Yeah, that. I wanted to keep the drivetrain all together and tight. So. so you got negative space under that seat, right? On the other yeah. side of the seat post? Yep, yep. It goes uh, straight down. I, I wrapped all my wiring around the seat post. Uh, my ignition is is tucked, hidden, uh, d- actually drilled into the underside of the the solo seat, and then uh, yeah, just the batteries there and a few cables you can see. But, yeah, man, I love that gap, that like that space in the motor 
where you don't see anything, especially on yeah. the some of them that don't have the stretch, this, the oil tank is tucked there. And then this, the wheel is right up next to that. There is no. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like a lot of guys go with the horseshoe uh, oil tanks. I don't, I'm not a big fan. I mean, yeah, they're cool. They have their place. Um, I, I just like the pill style, you know, uh, I think they're clean, super, you know, super low profile in terms of, you know, uh, getting the maximum amount of negative space for it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Cause you pull up and it's like the less you see in those spaces, the more custom yeah. I feel like it looks. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what, I mean, building a choppers, I mean, stripping the shit off of every, you know, stripping everything off the bike is, is what building a chopper is all about. Exactly, man. Yeah, I lo- I'm digging it. And is that an anti-gravity battery or just a regular battery? No, it's just a regular battery on it. I thought about doing an anti-gravity, but uh, yeah, I just, I never did. But. Just didn't want to get stranded on the side of the road? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I talk shit about anti-gravity batteries because a lot of my friends have them, but it's... Uh, I mean, I, they're light as shit and they're small as shit, but like, I, I don't fully trust one i I have never uh had one yet so maybe that you know once i'll pick one up sometime and my mind will get changed but uh for now i'll just stick with the classic i'm with you man also they need their own kind of charger and yeah i love to waste money yeah (laughs) yeah exactly and they're already not cheap so yeah aren't they like 200 bucks yeah easy easy or even more than that dude batteries went up in general I was yeah, telling I my wife, like, I, fucking, I paid 50 bucks for AGM battery for years. And now right. all of a sudden, the cheapest one is 100 bucks. Yeah, like 90 to 120 dollars. Yeah, for sure. Every, well, everything's going on, man. Everything's fucking crazy, crazy out there. Yeah, dude, things are wild right now. I feel like I bought everything at like the best time. And now that yeah. I have the bike already, I'm like, thank God I don't have to buy a bike in this current market. Right. I, I mean, I feel the same way until I picked up the fucking shovel and realized that, oh, guess what? You're doing another build. So get ready to buy everything again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're going to be uh, we're going to be fabricating a lot more on, on the sho- on the shovel build. So like I said, I'm going to work with Angelo over at uh, Maltese Machine Co. We're going to do some we're going to do the framework together. We're going to do the rigid front end together. So it'll be fun. So we didn't really tell the people too much about that one yet. So let's, let's talk. What's the, what year shovel is it that you're talking about here? Yeah. So I've got a uh, 1981 uh, low rider. So I picked that up for a steal. It had been sitting fucking probably 10 plus years or something like that. I picked it off off a kid who didn't know what he had, but he was selling, trying to sell something for his stepdad who was like kind of out of the loop on it. Um, like I said, it was a hell of a deal. Uh, they, the kid couldn't get it started. Um, I think I talked to Loctite about this too. Like it had a hell of a time kicking over. I did get it fired up at one point. Um, but it's been a pain in the ass and I was going to do whatever I had to do. It's got a bad starter in it. And I knew that, but, um, I was going to, going to get the, the bike running real solid before I fucking broke it all down and, and chopped it up just to know that that motor's good. Right. It's all set when I put it back in, clean it up and put it back in. Um, but then I, the more I looked at the bike in, in my shop, I, I was like, nah, I just got to start ripping the shit off. So that was, I think two days ago and I fucking disassembled it. So there you go. Already diving deep in. And you said yeah. you're doing uh, 
rigid front end on this one. That's something most people probably never heard of. Or, or at least yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's I'm gonna go long bike, skinny as hell, long bike on this one. Um, and Angelo makes some pretty badass rigid front ends. There's some pictures out there floating around of a guy from West Virginia. I can't remember. I think it's uh, Skank Williams Jr. or something like that on Instagram. He's running one of Angelo's. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> He's running one of Angelo's uh, uh, front ends and front ends on his bike. I think it's like fucking some something crazy. I can't remember what the uh, number is, but it's something crazy over overstock. Uh, but it's a panhead bike too, and it's it's beautiful, beautiful. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So Angelo's front ends, like I mean, they're you know they're kind of like like. I don't want to say basic, but they're like, they represent Buffalo where he's from pretty well. I think, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're just like, kind of like there. (laughs) (laughs) She's got the right vibe, man. Yeah. And I I don't know how many people are really even making them. You don't see them. You certainly don't see them. Like why? Yeah. You really, really don't. Uh, And that's part of like what drew me towards that. And then the other part is like, he's a craftsman, man. He's a, he's a wild dude, but uh, he's a craftsman. He, he puts a lot of himself into, into what he's doing. So I always try to like work with those kind of people, you know? Absolutely, man. I wonder what it's going to ride like. I'm super curious about. <laughs> yeah. <So> my, <laughs> my original thoughts were to do a stretched out uh, digger build, but I decided against that. I was, the digger, I was probably going to keep it uh, uh, swing arm frame but yeah i want to chop it i'm gonna chop the hell out of it make it super skinny super fast yeah long as fuck yeah we're gonna hardtail it i'm gonna hardtail it so i was just thinking how how weird it would be if you had a swing arm bike with a rigid front end right right doing it the (laughs) other way around (laughs) right right exactly and that that, that's kind of what i was thinking when i when i was originally thinking about doing a digger i was like yeah that'd be kind of cool but you know i in my heart of hearts I got to chop the shit out of it. The last one I saw, there was like a feature on Chop Cult of the guy. It was like a baby blue with like a 12 foot front end. And it was a rigid front end. And the thing had like a flex to it as he, as you know, as all the weight was on it. Yep. And I was like, oh man, made your hands sweat as you were just looking at it in a fucking picture in a magazine. But I yeah. feel like a normal. Seriously. Yeah, that's that's some serious faith. But I mean, it fucking worked, and he would that guy was fucking bouncing it. He was wheeling it. Oh, oh yeah, I mean they they fucking send it on those old pants uh, on those old pants. There was actually two, <clears throat> excuse me, two a uh, two of them at the dry cough build off show at Angela's place, and they were fucking. I mean, they were ripping them. They didn't give a shit. So, but it was cool, and and that that kind of thought process is kind of a, another thing that led me to it. It's like you know, people don't see you don't see it a lot, and it's fucking kind of sketchy. So let's do it. I love it, man. And so, what's the situation on the wheels for that bad boy? You, are you sticking with the ones I see in the background there? No, we'll probably go spoked on them. We'll probably go spoked on them. Um, okay. Yeah, we'll, I'll probably run a twenty-one in front again, and then. Those are Small, a, those are an interesting yeah. middle ground though. The ones you have there are like, are those tubeless? Those are they're old fucking. I believe they have tubes in them. I don't think they're tubeless. Gotcha. I think that shovel Sam from Deadbeat Loctite. You might be able to confirm. I'm pretty sure Sh- shovel Sam had those same 
uh, same wheels on there. But I was just thinking, yeah, like, so mess- close to an invader, um, it just has a really nice look to it. Actually, usually I'm not a huge fan of mag wheels, but those particular ones I think look pretty damn cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're 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 AMF wheels. I mean, they, they're fucking stamped right into the side of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like you see that the mags, similar mags, uh, quite a bit, I think. But I feel like I bigger, thicker, uglier mags, quite a bit. Yeah, These ones are like small and invader like. Yeah. What is it? Yeah, I think it's like eight spoke or some shit like that. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. If now if that was also fucking tubeless, that would be the road repair dream right there to have. <laughs> right. I mean, it could they could be tubeless. I'm not sure. I think Sam was saying that his had tubes in them, but didn't have to have tubes in them. Which I, is, that's I think a whole I, separate level of person. Yeah, I think that that's probably what's going on here, honestly. But yeah. That'd I mean, that's how I run my, that's how I run the wheel, uh, the rear wheel on my sporty too. What is the rear? I can't see the rear wheel on the sporty. So the rear wheel is like a semi-solid mag. Yep. Um, I believe I did, it was yeah. stock on that bike. Um, I, I like it because it's, it, you know, it looks like a solid mag and I'm always a fan of that, but it's got little slots cut out of it and looks cool. Yeah. It's like the the cutout version of the one I have on the fat boy. I like the cutouts actually. I think that's, that looks really cool. Pie plate. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's got that subtle, that just that subtle gap all the way around the, you know, the diameter of the wheel, which I think is cool. And that's a factory rear, right? Yep. Yep. That was, that came on the bike. Fuck yeah. I think I'm pretty sure the motor. Yeah. The motor and the wheels are the, and the front section of the frame and the headlight are the only fucking stock things left on that. So. Oh, let's talk about this headlight, bud. <laughs> yeah, headlight. Headlight. We've been, here. we've been texting each other about <laughs> some headlight woes since we met up at Deadbeat, and I told you yeah. I had headlight problems. Yours fucking ripped off, didn't it? Dude, yeah, fucking fell off on the way home, and the wire caught it. Brand new wire. That's why it caught it. Fucking oh. crimped it on there just before I left, so shit was tight <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> Solid crimp there, bud. <laughs> yeah, you know I crimped it with with my strong hand, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it definitely fucking shook itself loose. And you were saying I, I noticed you had the electrical tape around the, the outskirts there. So what was going on with that? Yeah, so I I don't know. So it keeps the like the 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 clasp around the front that keeps everything buttoned up. Um, it tends to like fucking pop out on me, pop off on me. So I run, you know, if I know I'm going to be ripping around, uh, hard, I, I kind of tape it up so it doesn't do that. But I, I'm a dumbass, and I always run sealed beam in this bike, uh, sealed beam headlight, and I definitely should not. It's a rigid chopper. Like, what the fuck was I thinking? I don't know. Uh, so I, 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 blow, I blow them out all the time, all the time. Can you take me through that? When you say sealed beam, I'm not I'm not too deep in the uh, the headlight knowledge game here. So <laughs> you will be. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm asking. I gotta I gotta get this sorted. Yeah. So the sealed beam is just it's. I mean, it's got the ball. It's got the filament inside of it. You, they're usually halogen, um, and then it's it's the entire lens and the entire back casing. So it's all like one housing. You don't just like pop the lens off and then switch the bulb out. You swap oh, the whole okay. thing. Yeah. And it, it sits in inside of the housing, the headlight housing itself. Oh, this is what happened with my, uh, the one Loctite. Remember when? The, the, yeah, the yellow one. 
Yeah, the yellow one. I took it off and I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Where's right. the bulb? I didn't even know scorpion was a thing. I hadn't met you back yeah. then. So. They don't fucking, uh, they don't uh, like to be on choppers, let me tell you. Dude, it, it broke immediately. Mm-hmm. I mean, like within, when did I put that headlight on there? Maybe a week. And then I got to Loctites and just no headlight. And I was like, well, that was fucking 60 bucks. I just pissed away. So what do you exactly think? I literally think I've fucking gone through four of them, man. And I finished this. I finished that build in March. So, damn, this guy got headlight money out the ass over here. That's a lot of. <laughs> it's, it's a <laughs> smash around. You know what I mean? So like, like it's, it's fucked up because like the other day I sent you that picture, Grease, and <laughs> I love that headlight because I was in a parking lot. I was at some some appointment that was in the evening, and uh, <laughs> and my headlight was fucking out. It, it started flickering halfway to where I was going and I pulled off and pulled in the parking lot, went to my appointment, came out, was trying to figure it out. And I look at it and I look inside of the fucking seal beam and the fucking filament is like 45 degrees crooked. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm like, well, that fucking explains it. (laughs) So what do you do? Do you just buy that whole new, like with my Amber one, that whole lens, you just replace that. Yeah. So you replace, yeah, you replace the whole thing. It's like a, it's got a backing to it. It's got its own. It, each one has its own lens. You know what I mean? So what so. is it? Is it? Does it cost the same as the headlight, basically, or is it? Cheap? I mean, they're around the same. I think I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't buy bulbs. Remember? <laughs> yeah, that's well. I mean, I know it's definitely more expensive than a bulb, but like I bought that. Yeah. Let's, say, let's say this. I bought that headlight for sixty bucks. Does the does the filament cost another fifty bucks or is it like twenty? So bucks? the seal, so the sealed beam, uh, I think it's like twenty five bucks, thirty bucks, or something like that. Okay, it's not too yeah, bad. Like half the cost of the headlight there, but I, I mean, mean, I should just smarten the fuck up and and you know run bulbs, but whatever. I wonder what if LEDs is. My neighbor just put LEDs in his, and I was like, that seems like a fucking yeah. But, but I, like we talked about with the tail lights, which we'll get into in a second. It doesn't yeah. have that vintage glow, you know? Yeah, I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. <laughs> LED. I hate LED. Yeah. Right, yeah. So uh, it just looks so... It looks like plastic. Fucking Dinah. Yeah. What did you say? I said people might see you coming and think you're on a Dinah. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> or Why is that Dinah shaking so fucking much? Is that a Springer on a Dinah? The fuck is <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I like it's they just LEDs look plastic to me, I guess. That's a good way to describe that. I like yeah, that. It, it just looks fucking like, I don't know, like a Barbie doll should be using that headlight or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, but I yeah, I've got an LED on the on the tail light and it, it, it bothers me. <laughs> That's right. That's what it was. I knew cuz we touched on the tail light a little bit while we were at Deadbeat and I couldn't remember what you had said you had in there. But I I'm with you though. The fucking I don't know Loctite, do you know if Hypnic Jerks are LEDs? They gotta be, right? They are, yeah. Yep. Yeah, all his shit's LED, I think. Well, I don't know about it. Are we talking about his headlights? No, I was talking about the taillights. Oh, yeah, his taillights are all um, LED. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think. That's why they're, that's why they're so fucking bright. Dude. Those things are literally blinding. Dude, yeah. Yeah, it's a You could use the taillight as a headlight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, my taillight's like super fucking small. Um, and I had that tail like lay, just like laying around the shop, and that's why I used it. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't have. You know what I mean? But yeah. It's super small, but it's fucking bright as hell. So, yeah, which is I mean, a good bright. So it's a good thing that it, you know because it's so small, 
you know, you'd think if it was bulb, you would barely be able to see the damn thing. Uh, but since it's LED, it lights up pretty, pretty bright. Yeah. And the bulbs shatter because right. if anybody yeah. with a Model A taillight will tell you those fucking things break Model like A, I believe. Model A. Yeah, I've, had, I've had mine for fucking two years now. No, nah, it's broken. That's That thing hasn't been on. You're just not back there. <laughs> Maybe mine, mine's, mine's special, though, because mine says fuck you. There That's you right. <laughs> you, just, you just broke the lens. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you have to replace that? You dropped that or something? Yeah, I dropped it at the fucking show. Oh, that's right. No, I no, it wasn't at the show. Where was it? Because remember, I blew the bulb at my bachelor party because I was wrapping the fuck out of the bike and the ball blew. <laughs> okay. Do you remember thirty seconds ago in this conversation when you're like, "This doesn't happen to me." <laughs> the ball blew. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. The bulb is is that's what I'm saying. The bulb's always break. It's just a twist out bulb, though. It takes like a second and a half to change it. Straight up. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. That's why I. Even with my headlight, man, I'm such a dumbass because I haven't just like switched out the housing to not run sealed beam. I just keep fucking being a dumbass and going and buying more sealed beam headlights. This guy's got stock in sealed beam for sure. Yeah. <laughs> sealed beam money. Yeah, yeah right. fact, I need stock in sealed beam. No, I'm That's trying to start a is. fucking business over here. Stop buying sealed beams, Ben. <laughs> That's true. We, how are you going to get this, this company off the ground with all these headlights? Huh. <laughs> well you know don't don't talk to my wife about it <laughs> yeah listen that's that's we all know how that goes but this is actually probably a good spot to talk about raise hell motorcycle co because you guys are looking you guys have just kicked this off right yeah yeah we just uh started off so basically we're doing um we're doing custom builds uh right now i do a lot of maintenance work we're doing it, mainly it's a clothing brand right so, yeah, we've got some designs out there. We've got a bunch more that we're kind of waiting in the woods, uh, back in the woods there, waiting to fucking release those on the world. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's going good. We're a small business, you know. Uh, it's a side hustle, and we're just trying to do cool shit for the community that we're a part of. We love to see that, man. That's the kind of stuff that we love to support, especially helping people out that are in your local area. It's not everybody – right is going to be able to take their bike to a fucking dealer and have them do this stuff. You said before you were actually speaking of headlights, helping somebody with a, a fat boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, this guy who comes in, I do regular maintenance for him, uh, here and there. He's actually one of my old line cooks. Um, he's got a, he's got a fucking issue with his headlight wiring. Actually he canceled on me, so I didn't do it, but, uh, today anyway, we're going to do it tomorrow. But for some reason, his, the, the wiring, inside of the housing keeps twisting so it's like bound up on something somewhere and as when he's riding it like twists on him and it's so much so that it pulls itself out of the fucking bulb so i don't yeah it's it's weird it's a really weird issue that is a weird issue are you going to try to sell them on a sealed beam <laughs> uh yeah if i fucking <laughs> buy my stock right you're like, listen, I got 20 of these motherfuckers. Just put this. I, I just fucking bought Bitcoin like a dumbass too. And I should have <laughs> bought sealed beam stock, you know? Listen, after, the, you guys heard it here first. After this, we're being about to go through the roof. So get, mm-hmm. it, get in on the ground floor. <laughs> Race on motorcycle, go fucking stocking it up. That's it. This is the, the Low Life Stocks podcast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, I love it, man. It's cool that you're helping people out with 
with their little situations. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, I, so I've always been like a kind of like a fucking leader by nature or a teacher by nature. It's just like part of my blood, I guess. Um, so I always take those opportunities to like, you know, have the people who have, whose bikes I'm working on stick around. Let me show you some stuff. Let me, let me teach you how to fucking do your oil change. So you don't have to pay me to do it. You know what I mean? It's kind of a fucking backwards business model, but you know, Hey, I didn't have somebody to teach me. So. Yeah. And with choppers, I mean, so much of this stuff is just a struggle fest that you really Uh, need somebody in town that you can go to and say, right. Who's not going to be cutthroat about it and be like, it's fucking 800 bucks every time you're in here, you know, right. You'd never see the next generation of chopper builders if we all took that approach. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, that's fucking the, I mean, that's what, one of the biggest things that drew me into the chopper community and into the chopper world is, is just that like open, you know, that uh, open source kind of mentality it, it's got now. I mean, the fucking baby boomers out there, they always have something to say about no front brakes, but fuck them. God, their, time, their, their time is passed, you know? <laughs> Seriously. I'm so tired of hearing from all those people. Oh my God, dude. Every fucking, fo- every fucking forum that ever existed about motorcycles. First fucking uh, comment is, do, well, do you have a manual? <laughs> you oh know, God, yeah, that one too. Fuck off! Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I mean, at a certain point, depending on what you're what you're asking, like if you're asking something related to fabricating something on a chopper, and somebody will come back to <laughs> you have a manual, that's the equivalent of going into AutoZone, and they're like, "Is it an LX or an EX?" I'm like, serious. it doesn't even fucking matter. I'm talking it about fucking matter. I'm cutting it in half. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> None yeah. of this is in the fucking manual. I know that you that just happened to me. That has happened to me so many fucking times, dude. So many times. I'm just like, all right, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. You kind of get, you get a little played out. And I get why those people get irritated because they get other dumb questions from people about like, which kind of oil should I use? And all this other, like, I, you shit. know, I, I don't get it. Like, fuck those guys. You know what I mean? If somebody doesn't know what kind of oil, <laughs> oil it takes, like just fucking tell them what kind of oil it takes. It's not a big deal. Don't be a dickhead. You know? <laughs> like like don't be an asshole yeah I think some people people out there the assholes out there are are what's gonna like fucking deter people to in you know to getting into bikes and if if you ask me that's a fucking bad thing for our community for the fucking you know for the business itself everything you know so you might as well be open books and and kind of like bring in the new generation yeah I remember being on Roadstar Clinic when I was first chopping up the road star and making it a foot clutch and asking questions about this and that. And the guys are just like, a lot of people were pissed there, huh? <laughs> I just want to say, I think the foot clutch is a terrible idea. And I'm like, I, just say I fucking can't stand people like you. So yeah, thanks, right. for, thanks for stopping by. This doesn't help anybody. And you wasted your own time. Right. You ever fucking ridden a foot, uh, foot clutch there, bud? You know, it's yeah. like, come on. People who've never ridden a foot clutch have so much to say about what a foot clutch rides like. It's unbelievable. You know, get back on your fucking road glide. It's the same even with just rigids. Anybody that's never ridden a rigid, they're like, I had a rigid back in the 80s. That'll really fuck you back up. I'm no. like, yeah, if you just told me that, you've never ridden a rigid. Yeah, like, seriously. Like, I've, got, I've got fucked up joints, man. And, and, like, I love riding my rigid. Like, so whatever. Yeah, you bet. Those, those guys just want to have a opinion, I guess. I think that's what it is, is they just want yeah. – People who read the manual their whole life and stuck to the manual really want some relevance later on. I think. <laughs> well, it's baby boomers, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's the baby boomers. 
all this fucking manual reading wasn't for nothing. I can't wait to tell somebody to turn to page 57. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, the fucking baby boomers are starting to die off. So they're just trying desperately to hang on, you know? That's who's selling the manual for $110 on eBay. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Little do they know that there's a fucking Facebook group out there that publishes all the manuals you could ever imagine. Oh, man, their head's going to explode. You can't say that. <laughs> oh, shit. Whoops. Whoops. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go fucking post that everywhere now. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. So are you looking to do, you said uh, full builds is something you guys are looking to get into? Yeah, eventually we're going to do that. Uh, I mean, right now we're just doing like slight modifications. Um, I've got some stuff in the works for like bringing on full fabrication on certain things. Let's start off small, you know, sissy bars, stuff like that. Um, and just work it, work it up. But like the main focus for, for the business is pretty much the, the clothing company for now. Uh, and like the general maintenance stuff. We also, you know, I also, uh, buy and sell, resell bikes a lot. Like I'll go down to like Pennsylvania, Ohio or something like that. Pick up, pick up bikes, sometimes multiple at a time, bring them back up here, clean them up, you know, sometimes paint them and, and then resell them. So that's part of the business as well. Yeah. You guys are hustling out there. I love it. Fucking A, man. Upstate New York. <laughs> That's it. What's the scene like out there? You got a lot of, of people coming in and out looking to do the chop thing out there, or is it kind of. I mean, you got yeah. Christian Newman, so. You got, yeah, you're right. You got Christian fucking crazy Newman. I mean, that guy's a mad scientist. I mean, he's he's something else. He's right there in Buffalo. Uh, yeah, but here in Rochester, I mean, yeah, it's a solid little scene. It's, I mean, it's a tight, tight knit little group. Um, there's a There's a shop called. Uh, it's like a shared shop, right? So everybody just kind of uh, splits the rent up. It's called Longborn Garage. Uh, there's a lot of cool dudes out there uh, from that shop building some cool ass shit. Like this guy, uh, Dan Knight, uh, Dead Eye Dano 585 on Instagram. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> he's running. A, he's running a shovelhead build with like the with like a fucking Snoopy theme paint job and like some crazy fucking girder on it. It's like it's badass. It's 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 cool. So yeah, there's some interesting shit going on out here. That's awesome, man. I like to hear about what's going on in other people's areas. It feels like we've got so many people that are riding on chops out here, only because of the podcast. That I feel like we've met all the people that are in yeah. this immediate area because we keep talking about the area that we're in and then people are like, Hey, I live right there, but you, yeah. still do, you still do pass somebody every now and then on the road. And you're like, who's the ghost? Like I've how is yeah, that yeah. Person never met us. It's hard. It's hard out here to pass a fucking another chopper on the road. But like, you know, if you know, if you know a few people, then, you know, you link up and fucking do some cool shit. So race some help. No pun intended. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> straight accident fuck <laughs> i love it man so is is it full steam ahead on the shovel right now that's the big focus yeah i guess so man i fucking like a bat out of hell the other uh, i think it was actually i think it was yesterday man i fucking it it was almost completely together yesterday and i fucking just tore it's probably 80 like percent tore down right now yep. so once you get there you gotta fucking start uh you know start doing it that's it. Getting hardtailed pretty soon. Yeah, pretty soon. I'm still, I'm still debating on if I'm going to get a hardtail section for it or if I'm going to design one with Angelo or not. Because uh, he's going to do the front end framework. Uh, we're good, you know, we're going to rake it out just a little bit. Um, and oh, nice. yeah, okay. I don't know. We'll see. So you're getting a, how much? How much rake you're putting in it? 
I don't, not, not too much. I mean, I, I'm thinking going like 20, 24 over on the front end. So probably I'm not even sure yet. We got to work out the numbers, maybe 35, not, not so much, you know, yeah. but you I are just don't, trying to focus on that rake and trail too. You're not just like sending it to the moon. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> whatever's clever. Right. Um, yeah, no, he's focused on that rake and trail. So like, which, you know, God bless him. It, his front end is going to go on it. So he wants to make sure it's nice. Shout out to fucking Irapaport, the Lord of the <laughs> Trail. Don't be stoked to hear about this. My 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 move was always just send it where you're going to send it, and then just tell everybody that's where you wanted the trail. Well, honestly, the only reason I'm fucking paying attention to it is that I want the bottom frame rails to, uh, you know, be be level, be parallel with the ground. So I don't I don't want that grasshopper or fucking rocket ship look. Grasshopper? I never heard that. That's a New York way to refer to that. <laughs> I've never Maybe. Heard of fucking made it up. Who knows? The grasshopper look. Yeah, I love it. That'd be fucking cool, though, man. I can't wait to see how that thing comes together. Is that? Uh, yeah. I can't see it from over here, but is that? Is that got a kicker on it? It's got forwards. It's got, it's got a it does have a kicker on it. Yeah, it's it's gonna be kick only. I'm probably gonna get it set up with a magneto. Um, oh shit! Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's the fucking route I'm going to take it. Yeah. I might go dual carb on it. I'm not sure yet. Oh, damn. Dual carb. I, my bike's got to move. You know what I mean? It's just, I can't just fucking, you know, it can't just be pretty. It's got to, it's got to be loud and fucking obnoxiously fast too. What's the thought on the Magneto? Just, just like the cool factor of having the, uh, I think they look cool as shit, but yeah, I mean, they're cool as shit for one and they're reliable as shit for two, you know, um, if fucking battery goes or whatever, even if I don't run one, you know what I mean? I could do there's, it's just there. You know what I mean? It's reliable. They're cool as shit. Like, you know, I think they belong on shovels to be honest with you. Yeah. I love the look of them, man. And the, the battery delete component only makes the negative space even that much. Exactly. It's it's almost a fucking no brainer. So, and you don't have to worry about spending too much on an anti-gravity battery because you already spent too much on a magneto precisely <laughs> way too much on a magneto but hey. dude, i know i really fucking they make them for the evos too and i'm like <laughs> god dude it's just i think they want like a grand these days yeah do it <laughs> do it no no grease is, grease just sold the road sorry he's gotta he's gotta fucking buy the shovel next Oh, I know this is, this is what we were talking about because if I were to put a fucking Magneto on the Evo, that's like full on, I know you want this to be a shovel head, but it's not. Yeah, exactly. You're just fucking, <laughs> just buy a shovel, <laughs> just buy a shovel. That's and we were it. talking about that. That'd be, <laughs> you, yeah. you asked you said, you're like, I don't I'm not sure if I, if I want to keep working on this one or if I want to, you know, just go ahead and buy a shovel. And I'm just, I just looked at right at you. I'm like, buy the fucking shovel. Yeah, man, it definitely is. Uh, it's a heavy, heavy desire to buy that because, like I said, my buddy's selling one. It's a, it's a decent price. I'm not talking about Loctite here too either. <laughs> I feel like people might be listening. Like, oh, does that mean you're buying a raffle ticket? It's another buddy. I would tell you guys who it was, but I don't want you fuckers buying it, so I'm not going to tell you. But <laughs> it's definitely. <laughs> I've, well, I reached, when I bought this one, I reached out to Loctite because this is my this is the first time I've di- I'm diving into a shovel, and yep. the more I do, the more I love it. But I did reach out to uh, Loctite and fucking uh, Jerry, motherfucking Jerry, uh, about you know 
the details of it and asked, you know, hey, is this a good deal? Should I get into this? Blah, blah, blah. And they both said, fuck yes, you're retarded if you don't. So that's it. And now you're into it. Yeah, now I'm into it. I mean, I always wanted to do a show build, so here, here we go. You know, buckle up, fuckers. Transmission, man. That, that external arm is, I don't know why they ever went away from that. I want yeah. that big time. After fussing yeah. with the fucking cable for as long I, as I did. I, I fucking bet you do. <laughs> oh, my God. All I want is that fucking external cable. <laughs> that makes the life a lot easier, doesn't it? Oh, it does. It would all It would all just work out so much better. So... <laughs> One day, one day we will get there. One day. What's the tank? No tank on that shovel right now, though. Already in the works? Or I ripped them off. I ripped it off. I ripped it off. I don't know what tank, what direction I'm going to go with the tank on on that build just quite yet. Uh, I got to get the frame put together, and then uh, I uh, tend to do a lot of sitting out here in the shop, just staring at shit and thinking of ideas. So we'll see what happens there. Nice, man. I got a lot of sho- I got a lot of shovel takeoff parts. If anybody's looking, just hit me up on Instagram. Hey, that's it. Raise hell daily, right? <laughs> yep. All one word. A couple underscores in there, too, fellas. Oh boy. <laughs> when we post up the episode, I'll I'll do the research to make sure I get all the underscores correct. You're yeah, gonna be yeah, the yeah. next person to have a fucking uh, a spam bot's gonna make an account with a slightly different underscore and pretend they're uh-huh. you. Fucking perfect. I hope he fools all you. <laughs> Got to get that money. He's going to be selling the fucking headlights. Selling the, <laughs> the fucking bot will be getting my uh, the money from the headlight sales. <laughs> That's what's up. The same, same bot, the same bot's probably taking care of my portfolio. Right? This is true. <laughs> oh, shit. I just looked at my Instagram. Uh, Daddy George just uh, started following me. Oh, and that's he, the dude. Uh... Yeah. The dude. <laughs> yeah, that's it says it all, that's, right? <laughs> that's the fucking guy. Yeah, I was telling you, I think Greasy he was my fucking neighbor at Deadbeat. That's our, right. Our like, yeah. Super chill dude, uh, until too much acid comes into play. Did he but, get did he end up making it back at the after all that, or did he go uh, Yeah, so actually on Sunday we woke up to him coming back to his campsite and telling the entire fucking story of what happened. Uh, to his to the guy his buddy that he was that he came with and we're just like fucking you know one thing after another in the story that he's telling we're just like no fucking crazy you know what I mean like wild but it just kept going kept going kept going until the you know his dirt bike was in the fucking fire but (laughs) well his daughter's dirt bike actually oh shit I didn't yeah I think it was his daughter's bike yeah (laughs) (laughs) but he he yeah he went a little hard he went a little hard but nice. Other than that, you know, super nice dude, super chill. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so do you have any other plans as far as when you jump into the shovel? Like, are you going up in the down tubes? Are you? I'm probably going to go those wheels. Yeah, I'm probably going to go up and out a little bit. Um, like I said, I'm not sure exactly yet. I'm going to work with Angelo because, like, I think I'm going to go. I'm going to base a lot of the framework on the front end. So see yep. what that those lines are going to be like and then yeah. uh, make decisions on exact measurements you know what i mean yeah. especially going that long so i'm kind of doing the same thing with that 69 cb that i got then, i'm doing um a rigid front end probably super long like 30 40 yeah and um i'm gonna end up doing the same thing probably going up two or three inches in the front that's where i'm and, that's what i'm kind of thinking is like two or three inches yeah so 
Also, I want to comment. I also did uh, four back on my Sportster. Dude, anybody that's, anybody that's not doing that is fucking up. I did the four back and two inch drop, and dude, that frame is set up so fucking nice. Yeah, I mean, I think mine's, uh, you know, I think mine's the same actually, mm-hmm. right around the same. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the lines are perfect like that. Yeah. If you're not, you know, if you're not going for that four inch stretch, then you're fucking up, like you said. Right. So uh, with the with the shovel, are you going? like long where it's like holy fuck how's this dude riding this thing or just like <laughs> long enough to make a statement long enough to make a statement probably because i i like to ride the shit out of my bikes not yeah. saying that super long bikes aren't rideable because i know a few guys but uh yeah i like i, I mean i throw my shit around i throw my bikes around yeah. and it, it's got to be able to handle the you know keep up with that so yeah yeah so like Plus, when with the cb that one I have like almost zero intentions on ever riding that thing. Like I'll yeah. ride it, but I'm not like gonna like. Oh, I'm gonna go for a ride today. Let me jump on the CB. Yeah, right. So here's the thing: I'm not even like a CB guy. <laughs> but and I talked about this before. Like I'm not like a CB guy, but I respect the history that the CB has in the chopper scene. Oh hell yeah, you, you know what I mean? Which is I why I wanted to build one. Right. So like I'm building this bike with like not the intentions of like, all right, I gotta make this comfortable. So with that, I'm doing like, like I said, 30, 40 over rigid front end. It's already hardtailed. I'm doing like two or three up. I'm curling the backbone coming down. Okay. The thing's going to be absolutely fucking ridiculous. Fuck yeah. But it's going to be a bike that's like gets ridden to like a show and that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like for it's sure. one of those, it's one of those bikes where like I pull it out and I'm like, look how big my dick is. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I was kind of thinking when I, when I was originally thinking of going the digger route for the shovel. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, man, I got to ride my shit. So yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. With a shovel, I would never do any of that stuff because yeah. I want, I would want to ride it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. exactly. The CB is more of just like a, a paying like homage type build for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell yeah. There's actually a, there's actually a, a chick out here in Rochester that builds a lot of CBs. Uh, I can't remember her fucking her Instagram name. Uh, but yeah, she, she works out of Lowborn garage too in Rochester, but she's, she builds, she's got a lot of fucking pretty, pretty sick uh, CVs. Right. So, I think her, I think her Instagram name is like fairy chop mother or something like that. Huh, I don't think I'm following her. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, she's part of this, uh, the you know, this whole Rochester chop scene, so it's a couple dudes and a chick. <laughs> a fucking A. Yeah, yeah she, does, <laughs> she builds some pretty, pretty rad shit. Yeah, actually, I'm gonna put it out right now since we're talking about this. I need, I'm still looking for a CB front end. I need one to be able to put on this fucking frame to push it around because this thing is – I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Dude, this is the heaviest bike I've ever had in my life. <laughs> it literally just has a motor and a rear tire on it, and I fucking struggle to push that bitch around, dude. That motor uh, is heavy as fuck. Dude, they're, they're fucking gigantic, man. <laughs> yeah, there's no holding the fucking – there's no taking a picture holding that motor. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no fucking way, dude. No way. No way. So yeah, if anybody told them the CB front end, I need one. It doesn't have to be nice. It doesn't have to be clean. I literally just need it so I can push the fucking thing around, get it on the lift, and that's it. And then I'll one. What year is the CB? What year is sixty nine? Sixty nine six. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'll stress grease out with 
um, cutting the neck and figuring out the Reagan trail. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. I'm going to have to build an extension to your table. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's how you know you're doing a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This bike's probably going to be – I mean, I, I wouldn't even know, honestly, because I've never built a bike with that long of a front end. But I'm assuming probably 12 feet, 13 it's feet, something be. like that. Oh, it's got to be, man. It's got to be. Fucking A. Definitely got to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in, you know, I'm after, since I started breaking down the shovel, uh, that's the next thought in the back of my head is, fuck, okay, now I got to extend my lift. Somehow I got to figure something out, but. but yeah, I, I think I'll probably not doing six bends on that. Well, I mean, I don't even think I have a choice. I think I'll have to do six bends. You'll have to do six bends? Yeah, with going up that high in the down tubes, I think I'm going well, to have to. I mean, if you're paying, uh, fucking you know respect to the cb you know classic cb chops and six pens makes sense yeah yeah in my opinion fuck i mean i say i say this now but who knows what the future holds i i'm probably gonna stick in the harley realm uh i'm a harley fucking dude i fell in love so uh not really into the cbs not really into the metrics but uh who knows you know yeah i've never been a metric guy yeah. Um, I mean, me and Greece were talking before. I, I started riding jet bikes as uh, street bikes when I first started riding. But yeah. ever since I got rid of that street bike, I had, well, actually, no, I lied. Because I, I bought a V-Star when I was building my uh, step shop, the sports to build. Yeah. Because like, I couldn't be without a bike. For anybody that's building yeah. a bike, buy another bike. Because it sucks not having a bike. For sure. <laughs> it sucks well, so bad. I, I will say, like- though. I will say though, V stars and road stars, absolutely. I'll, all right, so put it this way: my dad has a 2011 Road Glide. All, it's it's gorgeous. Um, right. It's got the cam, all that, all that bullshit. Um, yeah. And then he also has a, I think it's like an 03 or an 04 Road Star, like what Grease had. Okay. And on long rides, he prefers his Roadstar. He says the Roadstar handles and rides a like tenfold better than the fucking Road Glide does. No, well, yeah. I mean, you can't really argue that because fucking <laughs> if you like it, whether you like it or not, like the the Japanese have it figured out. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I mean, they build everything. You know what I mean? So it's like they they build nice shit, but like at the end of the day, they're not loud enough. <laughs> Right, this is the struggle. They don't have the soul and the personality that the Harley does because That's I have it. the Road Star and the Fat Boy, and those are the same bike from two different manufacturers. And yeah. absolutely, the Road Star handled better. The suspension was better. It was more dynamic, um, and it turned easier. But it it just <laughs> didn't have the fucking soul. So if I yeah, had, I mean, one, it wouldn't be that one. Right. I mean, the well, Harley's, you know, it's, it's got that soul, like you said, you know, um, and you can't, you can't replicate it at all. So. That is it, man. I mean, other than Chris fucking Newman building his own goddamn engine from scratch, but seriously, dude, that thing is fucking insane, right? (laughs) I will say though, that was probably my only complaint with my Vsar because I, so I, had zero complaints with my V-Star besides the fact that it sounds like a fucking moped. Even with a nice yeah. exhaust, it just doesn't right. sound good. Right. You know what I mean, like it always has like that whining noise. Like it never just sounds like a It's like it's like a nice. higher fucking pitch, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, 
I, I mean, you know, I, I just love that potato, 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 potato. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I, my beef stock, that thing was fucking slammed to the ground. Like, you could not make a fist underneath the frame. Jesus and Christ. And the seat sat wicked fucking low. It rode like a fucking dream, dude. But it just, you just like, I'm just going to say it. I don't even care if people get fucking hurt. It, you feel like, <laughs> you feel gay when you're riding it, dude, because it sounds like right. a little. Yo. Anyway, I had, mine was an 1100, and it, I felt like I was riding a fucking like a 250 <laughs> right dude well my brother i can't remember what the fuck bike it was but we got him his first bike and he like you sat in the goddamn thing it, it was like you're getting into a fucking like a car or like a, a go-kart or some shit it, just the riding position on it alone was like fucking dumb and it was liquid cooled. like fuck that yeah that's weird like fuck that i still don't like the whole liquid yeah, cool then like i don't know i'm not down with that I don't like so here's the thing is I don't I don't hate liquid cool, but I hate how it looks. Like if you figure right. it out and like make it right. so the liquid cool like set up so it's like hidden and right. not look like a fucking Chevy radiator fucking yeah, exactly. mount in front of the bike. Right. Maybe you'd be doing something. You got like a fucking Honda Accord fucking front end on it or something. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? Like figure out how to hide it like in the fucking in the fairing or something. That Christian it, Newman. Come on. Like figure it out. Anything. Man. <laughs> but plastering a fucking Chevy radiator on the front of a motorcycle looks dumb as fuck. No, it's dumb as fuck, dude. Dumb <laughs> as fuck. It's, it's, like the, it's like those Boss Haas fucking bikes. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, fuck. Back to Christian Newman, though. I mean, what, what he did with the shifter pedal uh, or the kicker pedal and the fucking brake alone is fucking nuts. They're all, it's all the same thing. I don't know if you guys saw that. No, I didn't even see that yet. Uh, yeah, so he designed, he designed his kicker pedal to to be, you know, to flip backwards and be oh, the I did see, and I did flip see it that. forward and it's your fucking brake lever. Yeah, I did see that. That's crazy. I mean, and the lines, the lines that ended up on that bike. Oh, my God. That guy's fucking, he's something else. Yeah, some people are just next level with it. Dude, it's beyond next level, if you ask me. I mean, shit, you know, designing and building your own motor. I mean, the fucking open rockers on top. It's just crazy. Yeah, dude, that's fucking... The whole thing is out of this fucking world. Right, right. But, dude, I can't wait to see this shovel come together, man. That thing is... Yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be fun, you know? I always try to keep it fun. So, um, yeah, I just fucking want to build something loud obnoxious long and fucking skinny as hell you know fuck yeah man it's gonna be <laughs> sick. so what's the what's the best way for people to keep in touch with what's going on with race hell motorcycle co and support what you're doing yeah so uh look us up on instagram uh it's at race hell motorcycle co uh it's you know pretty self-explanatory there's a link to our shopify on there uh you can see our merch and all that um you know, there's a bunch of posts, but like I said, it's, it's slowly building up and, you know, we don't at this point in time, we don't, we're not, you know, we don't expect too much of it, but we're slowly building on it. So eventually, you know, uh, we'll, we'll bring it to another level. So. Fuck yeah, man. Well, we yeah. appreciate you jumping on to talk about the loudmouth build. I can't wait to see how the shovel comes together. I'm going to be checking yeah, the man. posts on that front end and the oh, front end at all. 
yeah, I was just talking to Angela today about uh, about ideas and stuff like that. So you'll you'll see some shit starting to come out. Um, you know, we'll post a bunch of stuff as as usual, and, and you know, tear some shit up. Love it, brother. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we'll be we'll be in touch, and uh, once you finish that one up, we'll have to have you back for another show. Talk about the yeah. uh, everything that turned out with the shovel. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm always down. So, all right, brother. So before we close out here, do you have any, uh, any closing thoughts for anybody out there working their way through their first build or their fifth build? Uh, yes. Uh, I guess if fucking, if you're not constantly striving for betterment, then you're fucking failing and get the fuck out of the way. So I love it. All right, motherfuckers, we're back. Big shout out to Ben Daly for joining us to go through the bunch of different builds there. Um, make sure you're following Raise Hell Daily with the underscores and oh man, what do you, I'm fucking blanking on the actual Raise Hell Motorcycle Co. Jesus, messing up his personal page with the other page. Make sure you're following <laughs> both pages. And watch as that shovel comes together. That thing's going to be wild. Before we get too much further along, though, let's take a quick minute to thank some of the people who make this show possible. First up, we got Hypnic Jerk Customs out of Sydney, Australia, making some of the dopest taillights in the game, which are all LEDs and bright as fuck, as we talked about earlier. We both got them on our bikes. He also makes headlights, indicator lights, jockey shifters, points covers, and more. Follow Hypnic Jerk Customs on Instagram. Next up, we've got Stay Strong Co. I feel like I've been uh, fucking up the actual. Yeah, okay. It's Stay Strong Co. LLC, all one word. I, sw- I swear he had Instagrams in there before, but, uh, or um, underscore. Instagram. <laughs> Jesus. Understand. Hey, hey, check your sugar. What's your sugar at? <laughs> yeah, I think my sugars are getting low at this point. <laughs> Fuck. Um, stay strong co LLC, give the man a follow on Instagram, go back and listen to the episode we had, where we had him on here to talk about the business. He's definitely a dude who's trying to hustle. He's an entrepreneur and the maker of some of the most delicious hot sauce you're ever going to fucking put on one of your burgers. So give the man a follow. <laughs> Next up, we got steel city blacksmithing out there in PA crushing it got the new shop set up this guy is always working on a new project takes custom orders anything you want smithed up is that how we say that smithed up he can make it happen (laughs) sure (laughs) follow steel city blacksmithing all one word like a motherfucking gentleman on instagram like a boss that's it next up we got (laughs) no luck paintworks the homie dan who just finished up the paint on the Gypsy Witch. And I didn't even know until we saw him at Deadbeat with it, but he also did the same paint job on Mini Gypsy, his uh, mini bike, painted the same color as the main bike. That's a fucking baller move. So make sure you're following No Luck Paintworks. I actually got his shirt on right now. No Luck Paintworks on Instagram. Next up, we got, you want to take this one? The homie Steve at Deadbeat Customs the creator of the deadbeat retreat um get over to deadbeatcustoms.com check out all the shit he's got he's got shit for chopper dudes he's got shit for diner dudes 
Oh, Dino Bros. Sorry, they don't like to be called dudes. Uh, Dino Bros. He's got uh, traveling gear, helmets. He's got fucking everything you need. So get to deadbeatcustoms.com and use Low Life at checkout. Perfect. Next up, we got yours truly, Ferro Fabrication here in Londonderry, New Hampshire. For all of your motherfucking welding needs, whether it's a repair or you need something fabricated, I got a couple projects in the works. We got a sissy bar for somebody else who's also rocking a kicker Evo, which I love to see. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, dude. It's funny. The guy, I won't uh, put his name out there until he knows he wants to be mentioned on the show, but uh, it's unbelievable how similar the bikes are. Also a kicker Evo also a foot clutch, also chunky front end with cap squishers. There's so many things about the bikes that are parallels. So super cool, dude. I'm going to make up stainless sissy bar for him. We got the handlebars for fish tank whiskey. We got another sight gauge going in. So if this is any of the stuff that you need for your bike, hit me up, Faro Fabrication on Instagram, and let's chat more. And then last but not least, we got Loctite's motherfucking chop shop. Conveniently located at the motherfucking Unicorn Ranch, where we do all things vinyl. We can do uh, shirts, hats, koozies, show banners, fucking coffee mugs, whatever you want. If vinyl will stick to it, we can make it happen. Uh, follow us at Unicorn Ranch or Loctite Shop Shop. And as always, for all your pinstriping needs, hit your boy up. Um, I will be at Cheap Thrills. I'm only doing a handful of bikes, probably three or four. Um, one appointment's already been booked. So if you're trying to get some shit done, let me know and book it in advance. And if you haven't already, go buy a motherfucking raffle ticket to the shovel so I can start my towing company already. That's it. It's just around the corner, man. <laughs> God, that's a long ad read. <laughs> Whoever that guy is, he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to close this one down, I will say, if you're having headlight problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got sealed beam money, and there's more where it came from. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I think that's my favorite one of the entire show. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. (laughs) Oh, I like it. Oh, fuck. Uh, As soon as I heard the Jay-Z reference, I was like, where is this going? (laughs) (laughs) Remember, people, invest now. Get in on the ground level. (laughs) All right. What do you got for these people like that? Take them into their motherfucking weekend. It's Friday, motherfuckers. Shovels and Sportsters are the only bikes that matter. If you ride a dinosaur tail or bagger, you better be fatter. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got the rat patrol on the cat patrol. Foes that want to make sure my cast is closed. Rat critics saves money, cash holes. I'm from the hood, stupid. What type of facts are those? If you grew up with holes in your zap of toes, you celebrate the minute you was having dough. I'm like, fuck critics, you can Kiss my whole asshole. If you don't like my lyrics, you can press fast forward. Got beef with radio. If I don't play they show, they don't play my hits. Well, I don't give a shit. So, rap max, try and use my black ass. So, advertise.
advertise could give them more cash for ads, fuckers. I don't know what you take me as or understand the intelligence that Jay-Z has. I'm from rags, the richest niggas, I ain't dumb. I got 99 pounds, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me. 99 pounds, but a bitch ain't one. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 pounds, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me. Yeah, it's 94, and my trunk is raw. And my rear view mirror is the motherfucking law. Got two choices, y'all. Pull over the car or bounce on the devil, put the pedal to the floor. And I ain't trying to see no highway chase with Jake. Plus, I got a few dollars, I can fight the case. So I pull over to the side of the road, I heard. Son, do you know why I'm stopping you for? Cause I'm young and I'm black and my hat's real low. Do I look like a mind reader, sir? I don't know. Am I under arrest or should I get some up? Well, you was doing 55 in the 54. Uh -huh. Lost in the registration and step out of the car. You carrying a weapon on you, I know a lot of you are. I ain't stepping out of shit, all my papers legit. Well, do you mind if I look around the car a little bit? Well, my glove compartment is locked, so it's the trunk in the back. And I know my rights, so you gon' need a warrant for that. <laughs> Aren't you sharp to attack? Or something, somebody important or something. I ain't passed the ball, but I know a little bit enough that you wanna legally search my shit. Well, we'll see how smart you are when the K9 comes. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me! 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. If you having girl problems, I'll come back for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me! 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. If you having girl problems, I forgot for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me. Once upon a time, not too long ago, a nigga like myself had a strong arm a hoe. And this is not a hoe in the sense of having a pussy, but a pussy having no goddamn sense. Try and push me. I try to ignore him, talk to the Lord, pray for him. But some fools just love to perform. You know the type, loud as a motorbike, but wouldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight. And only thing that's gonna happen is I'ma get the clapping and he and his boys gonna be yapping to the captain. And there I go trapped in the Kit Kat again. Back through the system with the riffraff again. Beans on the floor, scratching again. Paparazzi's with their cameras, snapping them. DA try to give a nigga shaft again. Half a meal for bail, cause I'm African. Oh, because the fool was harassing them. Try to play the boy like he's saccharin. But ain't nothing sweet, but I hold my gun. I got 99 pounds, being the bitch ain't one. Hit me. 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me. 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me.